What is going on, guys? Happy New Year. We are back. HSP Podcast is here for your view and pleasure. I am Jeff Marr alongside the trendsetter Brian Berga. Yes, the Jersey Reagan crew is back on HSP with a brand new episode, and we've got a exclusive interview. And welcome back, a friend of the show. Uh, Misha Montana joins us. Misha, who is uh, getting set for AVN in Las Vegas, very exciting times for her, joins us. She's back. She's here to set the record straight and also talk about AVN and everything else she's got going on. Misha, how are you doing today? I'm so good, you guys. Happy New Year to you. I'm happy to be back. It's been it's been a crazy, crazy couple weeks, couple months, but you know, such is life. Um, AVN is next, or it's this week. It's tomorrow. I'm actually I don't even know where I am these days. It's been so crazy, like holiday transition. Um, I'm actually flying out to LA tomorrow morning, and then I actually am driving from LA to Vegas, and I'll be doing appearances every day with uh, the inked vixens booth so if you guys want to come by and see me and meet me and get some stuff i'll sign some photos and we'll do the whole thing i'm really looking forward to avn like this is the first year that it's back in person there's a new venue it's really just exciting i think everyone's incredibly excited to be back in action so i'm really looking forward to it i was nominated um, for the second year in a row for Performer Showcase, which I'm very, very happy about. So my dress did not come from Australia. On mm. So I'm not sure what I'll be wearing to the award show. But And then they told us that we can't wear, um, I was just going to do like the chains that I usually wear and stuff. And the hotel said, absolutely not. We can't have anything sheer or pasties or anything. And I was like, well, that's a bummer and a buzzkill and a half so now i really don't know what i'm gonna wear my backup plans have failed so but I, i'm really looking forward to it i'm going to abn um and then the following week is expiz which i'm also extremely excited about um a bunch of my friends and i have a table and it's just gonna be super fun um i was nominated for sex scene of the year which is probably one of the biggest that I've ever been nominated for, um, for my scene from blackout. It's a blindfolded gangbang and I'm super excited about that. So there's a lot, I will be appearing at X three on the 13th of January in Los Angeles. So we've got a lot going on. It's pretty crazy coming off of holidays and then dealing with a few things that we've been dealing with, um, very publicly. I, I wanted to come on and I reached out to you guys too, to allow me to have some space to just clear the air on a few things. And before I, I start, I don't want anyone to think that I'm going to be like spilling a ton of dirt or private information. The most disturbing thing to me about this entire situation is that people have used it to their advantage or they felt that you know their private feelings were best um coddled by being very public about it and i never have experienced even in the adult entertainment world uh the adult entertainment world is like a high school and i'm very familiar with dealing with the twitter drama i think twitter is like the worst creation in history facebook is a little bit like that too instagram not at all I, that's how i live on instagram is my safe space because and i've never been interested in 
in drama. I don't like drama. I don't want to engage in it. I think it's childish and immature, no matter what the situation, whether it's, you know, dignified or not. I just don't, I've never operated under that assumption. I've always been told and taught in my life that the less you say, the better about anything. And, you know, to be um, mindful of your feelings, but not allow it to make you look foolish. And the more you talk, the more foolish you can look. And when there was a very public article written about me and my current relationship status, um, I am with Matt and we're very, very happy. Uh, we love each other. We started seeing each other very casually and, um, it just grew into this really wonderful relationship. And it was so upsetting to me that it was just slandered across the board, which I should have anticipated. And I think the biggest thing that I need to remind myself of, this is a very humbling experience for me because in my world, when I say things, people listen and you know, for the most part, I feel like I'm respected. And the platform that I operate on is coming from a human perspective. I've always ran with the narrative and being honest and true to myself that I wanted to be a figure that was uplifting and that could use my experiences to try to help other people and to try to be inspirational. And, um, and then at the same time, taking on um, opponents in the world, you know, the Christian community, the political opponents, um, feminists, all these different opponents, society in general, um, that have misconstrued opinions about the adult entertainment industry and the people that are in it. And I've been protected in a bubble where my audience is mostly receptive to it because they're also an adult. And then when I, this last year, I, you know, had a lot of professional and personal accomplishments with being able to be on platforms that crossed over into different worlds, into the more mainstream world with soft white underbelly, with no jumper, with a lot of the interviews that I've done and the platforms and panels that I speak on. And for the most part, it was well, well received, but on a small scale, you see the pushback, but when you get into things like this, where it's just blasted into society and it's a negative perception, I was really surprised and I shouldn't have been. Um, I was ignorant to think that, you know, my status and my background and history would be well known <laughs> in in the world when people research me but of course when people research me what comes up first obviously my profession and my scenes and you know my involvement in adult is what people see and not that that's a problem to me or unfortunate but when people weaponize that against you you know it makes what i'm doing that much more important because people only view me as just a disgusting whore, essentially. And I'm not, you know, it's, 
um, it's disappointing to see, but it also is like, it's motivating because all of these things that have been said about me, I mean, people are going to say it because, you know, they just lack the ability to say anything else because there's nothing else that you can say. Um, and at the end of the day, we are all human beings. Like I am in the adult entertainment industry. I have a child, um, which people find just awful apparently um and it's just disappointing that people think that way and excuse me i'm kind of coming off of a cold a little bit um but it's really an opportunity to push the narrative further not just for myself and i think people will think that you know this is self-gratifying or that i'm seeking attention and i want to make something very clear too if I wanted attention from any of this, I wouldn't have posted a picture of him and I in my private story, for one. Mm -hmm. um, two, I could have had any opportunity along the line to exploit our, our relationship if I wanted to. And I never have had any interest in doing so. Um, because that's not the type of person that I am. and with him and I, we care about each other as human beings. Um, and that's all that matters to me. You know, I'm in love with him. He's in love with me. And the rest of the world's opinions don't affect me at all. Um, so I wanted to make that very clear too. And that is why I haven't responded basically at all. I responded to one thing and it was like a one sentence comment. And then they wrote an entire article about it. So then I really stopped responding. Yeah. I was like, how am I going to, I can't say anything. I didn't, you know, and the problem that I have too is like, this is why I wanted to say something now. So I'm not seeking attention. This isn't, this isn't an opportunity for, you know, me to capitalize on anything because I'm not going to be giving any of my private information to anyone. That's just never going to happen. But um, even though other people feel the need to do so, I yeah. will not. And we would never expect that from you either. Yeah. In terms so, of that. yeah. So just to clarify, though, when you say Matt, just to everybody now, uh, you know, you're you're dating uh, current WWE superstar Matt Riddle, uh, just so that everybody knows, just so that we can be clear here. Um, so basically, what obviously uh, when we looked at it as being, you know, people have interviewed before, and we saw the picture, we're like, oh, okay, kind of put, you know, put the pieces together. We saw you, you, you put on your story, you're going to a, you went to an event, a WWE event and stuff like that. Okay, we just thought you were going, you know, just to see see the matches and stuff like that. And then we put two and two together, and when you put that out there, we're like, oh, look at that, Misha, you know, congratulations, because you put your personal stuff out there on your, so it's nothing, nothing that we're talking about is something that, like, we're going to uncover, like, oh, you guys should say that. No, you, you put that out there, your personal stuff before that you were going through and then we're like okay congratulations you're happy that's awesome but you know as your celebrity rises and as you get more of a name especially this past year because we had you on last time and you were talking about all your accomplishments you're trying to be uh someone you know we we really think you think of you as an inspirational person because of you know what you went through in the past being a stroke victim and just just really killing this last you know last year in 2022 to get where you are now avn xbiz all that stuff man all kudos to you throwing your flowers before we get into these questions but you know he, with that and Matt being kind of like controversial himself a little bit, um, the articles that you saw, was it, were you like 
just blindsided that like, man, this is how the wrestling community can be because we are, they're praising you when you're doing death matches and getting into the business, you're going to get the respect. But when they see your background and they know where Matt's coming in his past, it's well-documented, right? Let's, we're not uncovering new things, right? Uh, he said, she said stuff with, with, with his ex-wife and stuff. Is it something that he just took a back that people would just be like more negatively towards you guys? that all the comments would be that that crazy you know i again coming from a world that's highly scrutinized anyway um i was actually shocked and um you know it's unfortunate too that a lot of the things that have been said in the past and all these false allegations and it, it's crazy to me that when you're on a certain pedestal and have a certain status that people can weaponize things so easily against you. And I never experienced anything like that in my life. I've never actually been a part of it and just how vile it can be and toxic. And, you know, I always knew that the wrestling community was, and I've said this before, like with the fans, I was like, you know, porn fans and then wrestling fans, there's the parallel, but like wrestling fans are rabid. And um, that's why when I am in XBW, I always wanted to earn the respect and not disrespect the sport and the fans first and foremost, because I know how much wrestling means to them and to me and to anyone that's, you know, involved in the community. And it's unlike anything else in the world. It really is. It's unlike any other sport, any other form of entertainment. The fans are just unlike any that I've ever seen. So when I should have known better when that came out, but the thing was, is it was never my intention for that to be public. <laughs> um, even though I am very public and like at some point, you know, it, it was going to be known and people knew a lot of people knew in my circle, obviously. And I think people were getting the hint when I'm showing up places and, you know, mm -hmm. it, it was known to an extent, not on a very, very public scale. And the biggest thing for me too, is I didn't want anything that has to do with me that the world sees as negative or, um, grotesque in a sense i didn't want that to impact him i didn't want it to impact his career or any anything like that and it's unfortunate that people choose to to judge prematurely and they just don't have a grasp and understanding of um what the adult entertainment world is and who the people are that are in it and it, it was it's kind of disheartening to me and i have very 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 thick skin and i don't take offense to it so you know seeing the comments and stuff i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like oh my god i've never seen and i read them so just to be clear like i do and everyone's like i don't know why you read the comments like because it doesn't bother me i just want to see where people are are at <laughs> um but for the most part you know i've actually i was pleasantly surprised even other people that have talked about me minus Cornette, um, that, you know, Cornette was not very nice. And I was like, I anticipated that. Um, but that's about anything. So he's not nice at all. Period. Yeah. I was like, like a very happy guy. So I'm yeah. like, that's fine. But, um, you know, for the most part, 
people that actually do their research or have heard me speak, um, you know, you, I would hope that people would be like, wow, like she's not just, you know, a young, dumb, full of cum porn girl. Like, there's, <laughs> not saying that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. At all. There's no. nothing wrong with that. It's just that, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm better than anyone either, but my, I have always tried to provide, you know, a positive perspective into our industry, into the world, using things like my stroke to try to, to relate to people and to encourage them to, you know, um, not give up and accomplish any dreams that they have. And um, so it is kind of, it was shocking to see just the media blow up over something so simple in my mind. And um, I shouldn't have posted the picture is really what, like, I, I don't regret it necessarily, but like seeing the reaction now is like, I probably shouldn't have done it. I wasn't aware. Well, that's, that's nothing I want to ask you, Misha. I mean, you, you just said, and you very eloquently were explaining how you're feeling during this whole process where you're getting all this reaction uh, and, and it's fair to say a majority of it was negative through, through both sides. Right. But would it be fair to say that when you posted those photos and you said, you know, sometimes I wish I didn't do it, was it really more of you and Matt just trying to control the narrative? Saying, you know, like, listen, everybody's talking, so here we're putting it out there now, so we're in control of it rather than people just, again, spelling rumors out there. Well, I think, you know, for me it was, as people would try to spin this and say that I, like, posted it for um, attention when uh, – if I wanted to post things for attention, I know exactly how to do that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I do, guys. Like, I was not yeah. attention from that at all. It was that, you know, we have moved to a point in our relationship where I, you know, I love him. And I was like, I kind of want to share that moment with somebody that I love. And that was foolish to think. Um, it really was. And I, I, have to admit that like that was was incredibly foolish on my part to think that that was going to be perceived as innocent in any sense of the form um because you know yeah, but ultimately you can't control how people perceive things like i could post yeah. a photo of myself uh at, on a christmas tree behind me and people will find offense in some degree yeah. although i'm just posting myself with a christmas tree because i'm celebrating christmas people will be offensive and you know will throw so much slander in one direction so oh. I, I understand your point too but also don't want you to be so hard on yourself and saying you're foolish on that end because you know, you're just posting something about something you're happy about and really just trying to like dispel anything that might be going on and that's what it is misha like any sign of happiness and, and it triggers people right like it's in, in a good way or a negative way and especially you know uh with matt's background and of course everything is online right you know we go back to even a couple of years too and uh you know the only question i would have for you personally would be were there any trepidations with obviously you 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 do social media obviously you've you know uh Obviously, you're, you're you're a very smart woman, a successful woman, right? Obviously, knowing Matt's background, um, I guess maybe naively thinking that posting that picture, no one's going to say anything. But of course, you've got the cancel cultures, you've got those the Me Too's, you got all the all those hashtags that are you know want to cancel stuff, whatever. Um, were any trepidations in 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 getting involved, or were you very cautiously before you know before you got into a relationship? 
you know, I actually, whenever I go into anything with any person, whether it be um, in a relationship that's romantic or professional or even, you know, friendships, um, making connections with people, I, I don't think it's appropriate to judge someone based on what other people say. Um, I think it's something to keep in mind. Um, but I've never, ever agreed with, with judging someone prematurely just because that's what someone else has said. In this case, the entire internet and the articles and, you know, all these different things that are out there. Um, I was aware of it, obviously, but I just don't choose to look at people like that prematurely. I think that um, even in the case like Rob Black, um, I've been asked many times about why I would ever associate with someone like Rob Black, who has a horrendous reputation, um, obviously in his past, and he was actually in prison. And some of the things, you know, that were allegated against him are awful, you know, um, and just, you know, you know, that whole entire, entire mess. But, and I've said this before too, even about Rob, I was like, I really like Rob and that's my experience with him. My experience with Matt is nothing but positive. It's literally the opposite of what anyone has ever alleged. And unfortunately in this climate, and I'll say this delicately, that something like the Me Too movement was a wonderful opportunity um, where victims of sexual assault and rape could come forward and, you know, be heard, which as we know, you know, especially for females being a victim of sexual assault and rape, it is almost impossible to get any kind of, of justice for legitimate victims. What happened with the Me Too movement, unfortunately, as we saw Johnny, or Johnny Depp, I was going to say Johnny Heard, Jesus, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's case, um, and a lot of other cases, unfortunately, it was used as an opportunity to capitalize. And um, even in the case of the Harvey Weinstein case, Harvey Weinstein's an absolute monster. Um, I actually, my professor was one of the jury consult was the jury consultant for the Harvey Weinstein case in college. So I was very, very uh, familiar and intimate with that case. And what I wanted people to understand is, you know, emotion dictates a lot of our lives. And when people are in situations where they're, um, they feel slighted or they're hurt, they react with hurt. They want to inflict hurt on other people. And for people that are elevated, it's very easy to do, um, unfortunately. And I don't think that that's right. Um, and I'll say this, like in certain situations where your feelings are hurt and you decide to weaponize those feelings, um, it's not right. And I would never say that someone isn't a victim there, you know, if you, if it goes through a process, it is proven, even if it never is like, and you are a legit, a legitimate victim, I absolutely support victims. I shouldn't even have to say that I have to, because this is a, a delicate conversation. 
what I don't support is people that <clears throat> see the opportunity to exploit someone financially or to try to damage them professionally because their feelings are hurt or they felt a certain way about a situation that they never discussed previously until they were hurt and now it's an opportune time to do so and you know the cancel culture is very ruthless um and we saw a lot of those things happen where it really was an opportunity to weaponize those feelings for whatever purpose um even just to to validate the to validate those feelings and um at the very least let alone the damage that's been done to people's reputations and i'll tell you myself the allegations that people are making against me um too like that it affects you professionally like and i think that's absolutely unacceptable i don't know how we got to a point where it's acceptable to just literally say whatever you want on the internet it is taken as fact you're guilty until proven innocent now and we're supposed to obliterate someone's career their family life their everything because of an allegation that's has no merit potentially and that's something that i don't understand and you know people are saying things about you know me with um <laughs> different different allegations i won't even repeat them because it doesn't matter you can if people really want to know they can go look but um you know it's unfortunate because being an adult entertainer you're lumped into the stereotype of there's a lot of drug use there's a lot of um you know su substance abuse period mental health issues um which is a stereotype that i've worked really hard in my life to try to break down not saying that it doesn't apply sometimes you know um but that's life that applies to every every person in the world you know um but unfortunately our industry is so stigmatized so therefore when people see some of these things coming out they automatically assume that i am the stereotype and i'm not um so it's unfortunate and it's damaging and you know things that have been said at the end of the day you have to understand that what you say has consequences um and mostly to you you know it's like if, if you're hurt and you're you're trying to burn your house down you're going to burn yourself alive in it you know it's is that worth it to you and some of the things you know i'm getting heat from the adult entertainment industry my my world um because i fell in love with someone who is a very wonderful person despite what other people may say and it's very unfortunate and that's my experience i'm speaking on my experience mm -hmm. so i can't speak for anyone else i can't speak for him i can't speak for other women i can't speak for anyone i'm speaking for myself he's a lovely person and i'm i've met his children they're lovely they're wonderful um you know it's it, it's unfortunate to know that the rest of the world is just trying to um paint everybody in a certain light when it's not true and but again i have to let that go and i have you know i just wanted to speak 
my piece and my experience and make it very clear that I'm very happy and um, all of these things that are being said are not true in my mind. So, you know, it's it's just an interesting thing to, to watch. Um, but I just think, and it, that's why I wanted to say, I wasn't going to say, Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, I wasn't going to say anything at one point because I think things are best served by just knowing that, you know, people can say whatever they want and it doesn't have to affect you. And, you know, they're just going to talk. I can't control what they say. I don't want to control what they say. Um, but I wanted to provide another narrative where, you know, I get to just say, my personal feelings and opinions on it to a small degree and just let people know that, you know, that I'm happy and that's all that matters. So, um, we are happy. Matt is very happy and healthy as well. And he's, he's the happiest and healthiest I've ever seen him. And he, you know, he's gone through a lot in his life and, um, I would never judge him for that. And the fact that other people, you know, do is just unfortunate, but we love each other and that's how it is. So. Well, I'm definitely very glad that you guys are happy and things are, are, are not as, as bad as people might presume it to be. But again, like the reaction is there. We see it, you see it personally from a personal basis time and time again, from, you know, going on social media. And we, you know, we, we spoke about this last time and the last time we spoke together, you know, social media can be a great tool, but also could be a huge detriment as well too, because then everyone feels a sense of instant response, instant reaction. They feel like they're entitled to know certain things about certain individuals when you only share as much as you want to as a public figure. But you talked about, you know, that experience and what you're going through now and how you're persevering through it, both you and Matt, right, together, uh, supporting each other. But I, I wanted to ask you, Misha, like you said, too, in terms of this, this affects one personally, but you're strong. You have very thick skin, like you said, right? But also could affect some way professionally, too. With that, is this now kind of caused you to second guess or maybe think twice now about wanting to pursue uh, a career still in the professional wrestling world? You know, I I have stepped back noticeably, so I'm comfortable saying this. I was not in um, the previous XBW shows, the, the last two. Um, I will not be in New Jersey. It's kind of unclear at the moment where my future will be if if I come back or and when. Um, and I never wanted anyone to think, you know, there's a lot that people think I'm one. They think I'm a rat and I'm not, I've never been with any other wrestlers. Like, sorry, kayfabe, like Schlock and I are not together. We never were. <laughs> um, and hey, that wasn't you're very, real. You're very convincing though. <laughs> it was very convincing. I really thought there was something you there. Guys look but... like you're so in love. <laughs> I'm so sorry guys. Like, to, to, uh, I mean, and, you know, I'm going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real. Thanks. What? No. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to break your heart. You know, uh, Pagano posted a picture of him and I together and like people think we're together and I'm like just running around with everybody and I'm not. Um, it's, you know, I'm not a rat. It never happened. I've never really, I mean, honestly, I never thought that I would ever be with uh, a wrestler, let alone a very professional one. Um, 
hold, hold on a second. Hold that thought real quick. But you you see that you see that picture with, with with him and everything like that, and people assume, right? Same thing. For example, I don't know if you saw that a while back before your situation happened, where I think Mia Yim. I don't know if you know her, but like she took a picture where she was like uh, hugging Austin Theory, and then the uh, the internet trolls are like, oh. Oh, there's something going on right there. Like, oh, Keith Lee, look what she's doing behind your back and stuff like that. You like that's that's the problem. The assumptions that there are of just people can't hug somebody. You're like, oh man, like there, there's take something going on someone. there. You can't take a picture. You haven't seen somebody in a long time, and you can't do that because people already get behind their 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 uh computer and start talking shit and be like, hey, look, you know, they just want to stir up that shit. Like it's crazy what you're going through, but like, just talk about that, man. Like, I don't know if you heard about that, but that, that's just crazy. Like you take a picture of somebody else, whatever. And they're gonna be like, Hey Matt, look what she's doing. It's just crazy. The assumptions people make, man. It's crazy. It really is. Like, that's the thing too, that the, the bigger, you know, your brand gets too. It's like the less privacy you have, you're like, we're not entitled to any form of privacy and everybody misconstrues like literally everything for me obviously in my profession it's i think it's 10 times worse too now because as soon as i post a picture with a guy they're like they definitely hooked up <laughs> you know and it's yeah. like not necessarily like even when i post pictures like when i do events with fans and i get you know the heat where it's like oh is that your boyfriend is this your husband like you're fucking you're cheating on your man you're doing all these things it's like i'm not i'm not at all like this is my friend this is a fan this is somebody i wanted to take a picture with but people you know it's unfortunate that they have nothing better to do <laughs> they just like look into things so deeply and it's when there's nothing to dig and there's literally nothing there but you can you know they make mountains out of molehills with the, these things and i it doesn't really bother me for the most part i just think it's kind of like ridiculous and annoying i'm just like oh my god what now um and I, sometimes i'm just kind of like really shocked because it, my relationship with a lot of these people is so platonic that i'm just like how why would you ever think that i post pictures with my brother and people are like Oh, nice. You guys are, you know, happy for you. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people don't know this. I mean, again, when, no. when you come from the adult film world, right? I think I, we spoke about this last time. One thing I noticed so much about it, I think that's what kind of separated my mindset when I started pursuing that in terms of interviewing performers was that, you know, it's it's a business and it's 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 a fantasy. And maybe nine times out of nine times out of ten, it's it's all not what you believe in. Sometimes there is a percentage there that is exactly what it's portrayed out to be, but people can't can't separate the fantasy from reality. And that's what I've come to talk to a lot of performers about too. Like, you know, it's great that they come see you, but they think, for example, oh, you're Misha Montana, but they don't understand you're Misha Montana from what you're showing them. They are, uh, Misha Montana is. It's not, for example, when the convention's over, lights are off, and you're going home maybe you're not this particular person. You're just somebody completely different. So it's, it's hard for them to separate. Same thing with pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. People think that, you know, you know, MJF, oh, what a bastard that guy is. And, and you know, I've had the pleasure, and Jeff and I've had the pleasure of speaking to him. And I hate to break kayfabe here, but he's a pretty pretty nice guy. He's pretty driven, very focused guy. But at the same time, he takes his job very seriously. And, and he portrays being a, a, an asshole. You know, you see him at, in, in, you know, People are going Very for signs. He's giving fingers to kids. That's how much committed he is to being his persona. But at the same time, people have to be able to separate the two. And, and unfortunately, that's what you as an adult performer, that's what people in the pro wrestling world 
can't separate sometimes that that's there's there's a there's a difference between because the they see your larger than life sometimes lifestyle right they see the pictures they see all that and that's what the issue with social media is, is that they believe that that's that's the reality that's how you're living that photo shoot that you do and you're like dressing all sex and everything that's the lifestyle so yeah. that induces them to have their opinion inform it and and people will say oh you know there's ulterior motives for you and your relationship and stuff like that but that's just that's just the way things are man and it's just, it's just tough now to have a, a public relationship it really is like especially to have a public relationship that's so incredibly um covered by by media and like sensationalized and it's very 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 public it's like having a public relationship even being um a public figure is hard enough as it is but when it's elevated even to the level that it is it's like it adds so much more difficulty to the situation and that's i'm i'm a very private person like i give you a lot of my life i've given um you know talking about my personal medical struggles and talking about my son who has cerebral palsy and the difficulties and challenges raising him and um you know the depression that i've gone through and being very honest and open about a lot of dark moments in my life about a lot of intimate experiences you know that a lot of people wouldn't discuss and for good reason um i just was never afraid of that backlash or that judgment because I get so judged and I always have for, I mean, my entire life I've been judged. So I'm not unfamiliar or a stranger to, to that judgment in a negative way. Um, but that's why it was so important to me to discuss those things because I know that people suffer silently and I would never want someone to feel that pain and think that they're alone because they're not. And all of those challenges, I wanted to show that I could overcome them and so could someone else that's going through something similar or something worse or, you know, anything that you're going through that's challenging. Like there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you can get through anything. And that was what was so important to me. So then when, you know, you have like something like this, it's like tabloid news. Um, this is why I don't share a lot about my you know, intimate life, or um, I've been very private about it for the most part. I always wanted to be private about my romantic life because, one, because of stuff like this. Two, because of that um, persona. Because for me, I'm a living, breathing, walking fantasy to people. Even though I, um, you know, publicly go out and like share a lot about you know, the struggles that I have, um, at the end of the day, you know, people literally think that I'm walking around all the time, just makeup on dress like this and like running around, just like having sex with everyone all the time. And like, that's not true at all. <laughs> um, but that's yeah. the persona and that's the, you embody that. And even in pro wrestling and like even actors, you know, in the entertainment industry, you become your persona to a, a large degree and it's hard to separate sometimes too like for me i'm very similar when i'm at public as to when i am privately obviously there are some differences um the glamour you know is a lot less i would say um but my personality is pretty much the same 
so I think that's hard for people to, to separate because I am actually myself and I try to be as authentic as possible publicly and privately, but I don't feel like it's anyone's business to know about our private lives, um, unless we choose to say so. And, you know, when things get ripped out of, of the privacy and safety, and that was the thing too, is I wanted to keep every, I want to keep everyone in my life safe, um, and protected from things like this, because I can handle it. I signed up to do this, you know, but they didn't, and they don't deserve to have the the kind of harassment that that I have chosen to accept um, and can deal with without being scathed for the most part. So, it, you know, it's really, it's a delicate balance, but when things get just pulled out of private into the public light and just, you just get shredded, it's like, it's unfortunate because those things too, like, and that's why I didn't respond. I don't, I didn't care. I don't care what people say or think about me. I think it's unfortunate that they do, but again, it's not my problem. Um, the unfortunate part is when it does start affecting your professional life, when it does start affecting your friendships, your relationships, your children, your family. And I'll tell you, it has. So, um, which now that's what I, why I'm saying what I'm saying now, because I've had enough and I've had enough because I've been, uh, harassed. Um, my personal phone number was given out somehow. Um, I had someone come to my house looking for me. Uh, um, that's that's uh, really crossing the line right there. That it's is... crossing the line. This is enough. I'm done with it. You know what I mean? Like, I have had enough. And you're not just talking shit on the internet at that point. Yeah. You know, it's becoming out of hand. Um, and you know, again, I, at this current moment, I'm not like in fear of my personal safety or my sons. I was for a moment. Um, mm -hmm. I was, I was very shaken by some of this stuff, um, and threats and things and all these different things that I've received. And it's hard to separate, like, is this someone just being crazy and like talking shit or is this like a legitimate threat? And then to have some of these things, you know, push the line of being legitimate, um, it's terrifying. So, um, I, the situations have been handled and I was, you know, hesitant to even discuss that publicly, but, um, I want it to be known that like, you know, enough is enough. Like if you disagree with what I do for a living, if you are not, not happy with some of these things that are being said or our relationship or whatever it may be, we don't deserve to have that level of, harassment in our lives especially when a lot of these things are untrue um and it's like what's what's the biggest because we because like i said we, we we thank you for reaching out to us right and uh, being confident enough to come on with us knowing we're gonna have this conversation and it feels like a conversation it feels like a, a conversation between three people that are just talking about certain topics and this being you and and and, and matt and everything that's been said but you know as we wind down like what is the biggest rumor what's the biggest one that's out there that's bothered you because we've talked about bits and pieces but there's got to be one or something like that that's really bothered you that you really want to set the record straight so that when we're done with this one they're like oh but i didn't get a chance to talk about the one that i really wanted to which is the one really 
bad rumor that you, that's gone around that you might just want to clear up right now? You know, the the biggest one, I mean, there, there are a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. There are a lot out there. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest one for me, um, speaking strictly for myself, um, it would be that, like, he was um, in relationships with other people and I came in and, like, ruined those relationships. That is absolutely incorrect. Mm. Um, and I want to make that very clear that he and I were not together. Like we were dating and seeing each other. He was dating and seeing other people as he has a right to do. He was a single man. Um, but I think people's feelings got hurt and they were too invested and maybe they misunderstood and maybe they didn't. But at the end of the day, and you know, and from my situation, like, I was technically in a relationship myself. So um, I don't think that it's right to bury someone because they cheated. He did not cheat. I'll make that very clear. He did not. Um, he was not in a relationship monogamously with anyone at the time. Like he was dating people, which he's allowed to do. And that's his business. And, you know, I'll allow him to discuss it if he ever wants to. I doubt he will. But I've had, you know, contacts with with a lot of people too that where well, I know this because I'm speaking from what I know and what I've heard and seen. And, you know, I just think it was unfortunate the way that that played out where, um, you know, I look like, just this horrible person that's like a home wrecker and evil and all these things and i'm not um so i just wanted to make that very clear and none of that matters either at this point because he and i are together and we're very happy and our relationship is solid and that's that and um you know from that too even from my end of things like i have just been hammered by people that think that it's appropriate that i I lose my positions in wrestling, in um, the professional adult world, that I be personal or be professionally blackballed because of my personal relationships. Um, yeah, that makes absolutely no sense to me why anyone would want to do that. To me, when people do that, I really feel it's more of like covering up their own securities. Now, again, I don't know the whole story, nor am I wanting to know the whole story, but I know in situations like you just described, it's your personal life. And at the end of the day, from personal to professional, there's something completely different. So when somebody tries to blackball somebody in any field professionally, I think it's just that there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to do that except only masking one's insecurities for wanting to do that because either a they don't want to see that person anymore that person reminds them of all the bad things that are going on and they're directing that person as responsible for it when you know it, there's a lot of layers behind that as well but i mean when we've talked about what people have said to you on social media what you're probably dealing with in the adult film world and the pro wrestling world as well has there been positive outreach too? I mean, we, you know, we have your back, you know, we, you have, you always have our support. We are support with you, yeah. but has there been other forms of people reaching out to you and saying, Hey, Misha, listen, you're good. Listen, don't feel bad. We're there for you. Stuff like that. Have you, have you received that also reaction through the midst of this, uh, this entire turmoil that you're dealing with? Um, and, you know, and I'll say this too, that I think, you know, the storm is over, you know, for, I hope. Um, and I'm not trying to discuss this now to 
rile the storm back up. Um, I just wanted to speak my piece and this is the, you know, I would hope the last I ever have to discuss this again. Um, but, you know, I was actually really shocked at how negative it was and how um, it impacted my my personal career or, or attempted to greatly. And that was so shocking and upsetting to me. And it was a lot and from people that I never thought would would be moved by something like this. And, um, but you know, at the end of the day, I was very upset. I honestly, I was very upset. I'm when people that, you know, you love and care about Mm -hmm. betray you and decide to believe tabloid news or decide to take other people's opinions of you, that hurts. You know, the, the random people on the internet doesn't, it's the people closest to you that it's like, wow, you know me and that's how you feel you know? And I was upset about it at first, but now it's like, you have to let that go because honestly, if that's how you feel, then you were never really a friend or supportive of me in the first place. So, um, as upsetting as it is, like it's, it's a blessing in disguise, but I've had a lot of positive reach and, and he'll probably kill me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Shock reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But he's going to kill me. He's like, he said, you know what? Fuck what everybody says. If you're happy, you're happy. Oh. And I was like, and stuff like that. And I've gotten, I'm very, I have the people that are in my life still, they love me. I love them. It's beautiful. And, you know, and even professionally, I'm not saying like I just got totally kicked out of everything. Like, mm. but significant changes um in my professional world for sure and people that were hurt were making sure that that happened unfortunately um which i don't think i deserve but you know it is what it is and but to have the people left and the ones that really do care about you and all of this by the way is because i'm happy in a relationship with someone that i love so Put that into perspective too. You want to ruin someone's life, their, you know, their careers that feed their children because they're in a happy, healthy, loving relationship. So, you know, it's just, it's wild to me. I just never anticipated that it would be like that crazy. Listen, Jeff and I, when we we start hearing things, I'll be honest, we thought, ah, this is going to blow by pretty quickly it's not gonna be anything big and then we were very generally surprised too that it was it was going the way it did and uh you know for jeff and i we we wanted to respect your privacy and so we didn't really want to barge you with anything but at the same time always wanted to reach out to let you know hey listen you know wishing you happy holidays and stuff like that just kind of to keep uh, the line of communication open for you because uh that's never fun to see that and like you said better yet that those individuals that have you know betrayed you and have you know you thought you guys were close it's probably best they're not in your life to begin with anyway, especially starting the new year in 2023. And of course, with the dominoes falling like all during the holiday week, kind of like <laughs> with Matt being off TV, then this coming out slowly, like trickle effect. I believe this is not trying to reopen stuff. You're just trying to close a chapter on it so you can move yeah. on. Hey, because listen, we got better stuff to talk about. We got two people that are happy and trying to, we got WrestleMania coming up. We're like, yeah. got yeah. coming up. So uh-huh. now we're closing the chapter. Got ABN, got X3 coming up. Yeah. You know, it's a whole new year and all, all the new projects you're hoping to do, especially that you're looking forward to 
that haven't been hopefully haven't been affected by everything that's going on. Yeah. There's a lot to look forward to in 2023. So hopefully There's- it's the closing of this chapter and moving on to a new world. And we think the best thing is that you keep busy this month because right because you're going to be doing. Oh, all she's going to be busy. So- AVN, uh, AVN, guys, if you don't anything about AVN, I've been a part of it. And unfortunately, I, I will not attend this year. Uh, yeah, it, it sucks. You're there, right? And I'm not going to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, the, the, of course, it works out that way. But, uh, dude, it is an amazing time if you're a huge fan to go there. And, and when I've been there before myself, too, Jeff and I have been there together, and we've seen uh, the 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 un, unmeasured support that people have for the performers. Also, it's a mix of wrestling. And, I mean, we've seen people walk out with, with championship belts, having them sign yeah. by adult film performers. It's a great atmosphere, a great time. And But for the performers, I must say, Misha, I uh my prayers go out to you because it's not a fun experience for the performers. I've I've been fortunate enough to befriend some performers here in this industry and to see what they go through on a day-to-day basis. I should never complain about my travel schedule. <laughs> the, the the way you guys have to pack, get ready, oh, yeah. go to these events. You're being you pulled around in, in 20 million different directions. God bless you guys for doing that. It's a lot. And I'm like, just with everything, not even this situation going on. I mean, it's probably a part, but it's like Man, I'm like not ready. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, plan on not getting any sleep. So <laughs> now, and it, it's you know the thing is, it's always kind of the buildup is like so crazy because it's like yeah. oh, so stress. But then when you're there and you're in it and it's so electric and and fun and like crazy, it's just like it's so much fun and I love doing them. I love like meeting people and talking with them and I love it. It's just like it's such a cool experience for me um, because I know it means so much to other people too. So. I'm looking forward to it, but it's the next, this is like the craziest two weeks of the year. And we always put it right in the front, just to kick it off, you know? Yeah. It yeah. wasn't always like that though. Cause last couple of years before oh, COVID happened, it was towards the tail end of January. Now yeah, it's, it's like the first week of yeah. January. And then for example, X3, for people who don't know the adult film industry, X3 really started last year because ABN was still digital. And so I don't know if there's a competition there. We're like, Hey, listen, we don't want X3 to take all X bits to take all our momentum. So now we're going to do it right above them. That's exactly what it is. They're, um, like I said, uh, the adult industry is very high school. So they, <laughs> every year it's like, what are, we're going to announce our nominations first. And then 10 minutes later, they scramble and they'll, you know, AVN will announce after. So they kind of go back and forth between like, who's going to be better and bigger. And like, they, you know, this weird political infighting that happens. But um, I love both. I'm really looking forward to both um i love expas um x3 is amazing it, that's really going to be fun too they give us our own individual performer booths um which yeah. is awesome. um yeah it's just a lot of fun i mean award season is fun and awesome and um convention season is also fun so this is a great way to start the new year and that's what you know like you guys said to you're right on the same page with me i want to close those negative chapters and then start fresh and have a new new story new chapters new opportunities new journeys and have a beautiful blessed happy healthy new year to start and um you know and i wish that for everyone so i hope that that's what it is and i think we're off to a good start so and 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 all the years right i think isn't ray sunshine hosting one of the the award show a Bella a Danger. Bella Danger. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. See, I would go as his cameraman, so I would make the ultimate sacrifice. And, and yeah. And, and, no, and, like... Yeah. And, and, man, the year that, that Ray of Sunshine is hosting, I, I can't go. That's... <laughs> 
He's uh, He's say hi to her for me, Raya. Misha. You know, you're, you're my number one favorite, and and Ray is number two. So, uh, <laughs> Tara, I said hi. Hey, there's no doubt if they had, if they had done this correctly and done it to the tail, the tail end of, of January, we would have been there, mm -hmm. no questions asked. But scheduling conflicts became what they were. And you know what, Jeff? I must say, if this works itself out, and hopefully Misha is alive after two weeks of exhaustion when it's all said and done, this kind of reminds me of like the Tokyo Dome, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They, this kicks off the year. Yeah, yeah that's a huge bang nice. of like you know New Japan, uh, uh, Sky Dome and stuff like that. Tokyo ABN, Dome, yeah. the yeah. Tokyo Dome, yeah, yeah. sorry, Sky Dome in Toronto. You sound like um, Hogan. Sound like Hogan the, right uh, now. Super brother, <laughs> you're in the Super Dome, <laughs> Silver Dome. I'm sorry, yeah. brothers. Um, but no, it's, it's an exciting start to the year in the adult it film is. industry, and also with the pro wrestling industry as well to kick off with the Tokyo Dome and Wrestle Kingdom as well. So great start off to it and looking forward to what the future holds, not only in the world of pro wrestling, but also for you, Misha. We're so happy. We're I would definitely check that out, uh, Misha. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, I don't know if you're into New Japan, but they've got so many names there now. Like, oh, you love it. Definitely, it's something that you should uh, look at, you know, maybe after you're done with AVN, take a look at. Uh, it's going to be a great card as far as the matches. I know Kenny Omega is actually back. He's fighting Will Ospreay. So definitely, and Sasha Banks, Monet Banks. Yeah. Yeah, so, so is it Monet or money? Oh no, Monet, I think, oh. or money, whatever. There's a little thing on the end of the E, so I'm gonna say it's Monet Bank. Potato, Banks. potato. Yeah, so uh, definitely, it's gonna be a great start. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. Hopefully, oh, WrestleMania hopefully we'll season. see you there. Maybe hopefully we'll see you in LA. Maybe. No, we're definitely going to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's 100. Yeah. So we have to hook up. Yeah, we have to hook up and and, and see each other. Well, yeah. definitely there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and and then and then the close Misha is definitely um. Didn't get a chance to do, say this, but obviously when you sent the picture out, you maybe you regretted regretting it. But when Matt sent the picture to kind of like do that affirmation that you guys were together and that he was happy, did you know that he was going to? And how did you feel knowing that? Wow, you know what? I, we kind of like on the same it official. Page. It's out there. It's on the same page, and you know it's out there. I was really happy when, and he, I knew he was going. Okay. going he told me that he was going to, um, because too again like he wanted to make it very clear in a very, very eloquent and simple way. It didn't require a whole lot more explanation. He, um, by posting the picture and saying what he said, it was, it was enough, you know, you didn't need to say any more than that. And it made me feel great too, because it was like, you know, um, like, thank you for, for that. Like, not that I needed it. I don't need that, but it's like, it's nice, like, you know, and I know he, how he feels about me and about the situation too. So, um, it was, it was very nice gesture for him to do that. And he saying it means more than me saying it too. And I think it made a lot of people back off of me too, a lot, yeah. because some of his like really diehard fans were <laughs> they were on me and they're like you're just another one of these chicks which i get i understand guys i get it i from what it looks like i understand why you think that and feel that way but i'm just telling you that it's not and then so for him to um to go and and support that and verify that in their minds they're like oh okay he said it she's cool we're happy everyone's happy for the most part you know and it's like people that weren't happy in the first place are never going to be so it's like it is what it is but i think it's died down so much and that's it's lovely now and peaceful and 
we're happy and everybody else is happy and supportive. And the more they learn about me, I think the more supportive they'll be. And if they're not, they're not. So, you know, and that's all that matters. Obviously, if you guys are happy, that's all that matters. And you know what, Misha, when we first met you, you were blonde. I'd seen you as a brunette. And I, but I have to say, in 2023, as a redhead, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this look. Yeah, I love, love This is really working for you, I feel, this redhead thing. You know, you'd post on social media. I think I've been changing my hair color, whatever. You know, I took it with a grain of salt because a lot of people post, oh, I'm going to change my hair. I'm going to do this, do that. Don't really do it. You did it, and it's you're rocking it, girl. You're rocking it. I appreciate that, love, because I, I love it. I'm feeling it because I was going to go back dark <clears throat> because my hair is, like, like fucked from the blonde to be complete. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was hair color that you normally black. have. It's a black. It was, so I was going to go back dark, but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait, my hair is bleach blonde. Like, I could put any color in it because you couldn't do this if your hair was dark you know so i'm like it's blonde it's the perfect time and so i actually went and did it myself and my hair girl texted me and was like you did not fucking dye your hair red did you (laughs) oh i sure did she's like oh my god so you know there's no going back from that i was like no i actually i knew it i had to commit to not being blonde anymore yeah I'm like, I can't go back to being blonde anytime soon. But I'm like, I love the red. I was like, red is like, I'm just feeling it. And it was like the perfect thing to start the new year. And I love it. So thank you guys. You guys are so sweet. I really enjoy you both. And um, I'm so happy that you guys um, wanted to chat with me. And I still want to chat with you in person. So maybe WrestleMania will be it. Unless yeah, you make Stars will align in LA, hopefully. No pun intended yeah. there, right? So hopefully we'll get to talk there. She is... Misha Montana. You can follow her on all her social media at the Misha Montana. Uh, AVN uh, XBiz. Busy January for her. And we thank you for joining us here on the HSB podcast, talking about just clearing the air with us and clearing the air on stuff that she wanted to get off her chest. And we thank you for that, Misha. And uh, definitely a friend of the podcast and the show. And looking forward to, you know, uh, talking uh, in person soon. But uh, again, thank you so much, Misha. Appreciate you. And uh, I am Jeff Martin, alongside the trendsetter, Brian Berger. And of course, guys, we do this for you, Trendsetter. Close it out because it's your your line. Of course, you're not <laughs> gonna steal my thunder there. Take my heat. Uh, basically, what what Jeff wanted to say is, and and as eloquently as I could say, it, Misha, is that you know from Jeff, the scoundrels we call him. I'm the Trendsetter. Jersey Rain crew have nothing but the utmost admiration for you and everything you're doing, and we wish you and Matt nothing but a joyous yeah. time in 2023, and as the future holds too. Won't be the last time we meet, won't be the last time we talk, but at the same time, we love seeing good things happen for good people. You're definitely one of those individuals, and so as good things happen for you, we could be more than happy for you to do it. And guys, remember, we do this for one reason, one reason only since day one-ish. I'll say that from the Usos. We do this <laughs> for you guys, the, the crew. crew.